0: Hello, Wrinkles family. I am here with my sister. I'm so happy to finally get her butt over here. No, I'm joking. It's factual. Yes, yes. I am here with the most amazing person in the world that is a boss, a boss, a boss. So I am, as you see, excited to have her here today. So I even wore my swordy colors for her just so I can bring in all the excellence from my side because I already know she got excellence on her side. So why don't you introduce yourself to the Wrinkles family?
1: Oh, well, thank you for such an amazing introduction. Um, <laughs> I am Celestie Boyer, um, aka Fearless, um, aka Let's Talk doc let's talk good sex um i wear many hats like she said i'm a boss um entrepreneur um relocated here in phoenix arizona from albuquerque new mexico the bouquet is what we call it 505 Um, born and raised in new mexico albuquerque new mexico um and i reside here now in phoenix
0: Uh, thank you for coming and so you transferred from desert to desert pretty much (laughs) because
1: yeah i don't know uh, phoenix is a little bit different people think because we're so close together it's the same yeah we get all seasons and winter is the longest season and the reason why i say that is because my birthday is in april and it snows in april so in oh.
0: Albuquerque, i didn't know that
1: yeah it's it can get well if you ask somebody from the east coast midwest it's nothing but west coast it's a lot so mm-hmm. it's it's Kind of like Denver in a sense,
0: so well, see, I'm learning something today as well because I did not know that I was, I just visualized Albuquerque desert just like Arizona desert, but yeah, yeah we don't get four it. seasons here,
1: right? The highest that you'll get in the summertime is 95, which is Woo! nothing
0: here, <laughs> yeah, that's nothing because we were at 111 one week. Like, come on now,
1: is yeah, take on this
0: yeah well I didn't know that so yeah this is my girl as you see with this young fresh face with not a wrinkle in sight physically so (laughs) I don't know what how would you feel whenever you get a wrinkle physically how do you think that would impact you when you see that for the first time maybe many moons from now but
1: I mean I'm you know borderline halfway marked to 40 so I don't know but um I don't really know because my family thinks I'm weird because I was super like when I tell you super excited when I got my first gray hair so I don't know like I was I was ecstatic and it's I can tell you it's like right in here and that's the only one right now I'm you know waiting for the rest to come in. I can't wait. (laughs) So I don't know. Maybe I'll be excited about a wrinkle. (laughs) (laughs) What makes you excited about the gray hair? I I don't, well, when I think of gray hair, especially like being a a black American woman, it's like, I don't know. It just gives that extinguished look. I don't know. It's just wisdom. I don't know. I just love it. Like I admire like women, I call them seasons, seasoned women. Yeah, uh, that have like all the the gray hair. They let it grow and they don't dye it. I don't know. It just gives them a certain uniqueness. Just like, oh my god, I don't know. I know it's crazy, but I get excited.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not crazy. It's not. I mean, you know, maybe it's crazy, but it's not because you're embracing it, like you said. Yeah. And I know many times we talk about the seasons women you know um and it does wreak wisdom when you see that woman who's embracing getting older so yeah. you know if you're excited about it I'm, I'm here for it you know yeah.
1: um know, some of like, us are
0: not but yeah, that's okay
1: <laughs> my mom was like really and my sister my middle sister who is four years younger than I am she's got a lot of grades and I'm like, I'm so jealous. And she was like, I just want to tie them and take them out. No, don't do that. I mean, granted, she's only 31, but you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you start getting it eventually, if you do, because, you know, you only got one still,
1: you start <laughs> right. getting a
0: little more, you think you will still be as excited? Yes. Okay. Well, good to know. <laughs> because I was like, and just like that you know with life we get a gray hair that'll pop up or a wrinkle that'll pop up but we also have like emotional wrinkles that'll pop up in our lives that we have to press through can you share a wrinkle that's popped up in your life that you had to press through
1: oh lord i don't even know where to start but um i would have to start at i would mm, mainly start like at adolescence going into the preteen and then the teen the short version <laughs> um as people many people know i grew up in the church pk kid um musician praised it are all the hats and um well people don't understand when you're in those situations I don't want to say situation, but those positions as adolescents, you deal with a lot of, um, judgment, um, on top of what you already deal with on a normal basis and just working through the low self-esteem, the confidence and building that confidence amongst your peers, um, has put me in a box for so many years where, um, just dealt with a lot of low self-esteem depression without knowing that I was dealing with depression um, until I was about 15 years old when I had my first breakup. Um, And I really felt at that moment that I wasn't worth anything, you know? And then most people are like, Oh, it's just a breakup. You know, there's many boys, you're only, you know, 15, but it's like, I really took that to heart um because I was um not only grew up in the church and like stood out and had to you know live up to a certain standard for people um I also was um an, an abandoned child um and when I say that um my biological father wasn't around so I didn't know who he was so I dealt with a lot of rejection at a, a younger age. And um, the positive out of that, um, God had placed a very amazing man in my life that married my mom and took me in as his own. So I still had that father figure, but, and a man that loved me because of who I was and didn't separate the two, or this is not my kid or whatever, but you still deal with that emptiness of your true identity. And I dealt with a lot of untruth identity because I didn't know who I was or what I what I was doing with my life. Um, The same keeping up with the Joneses and, you know, trying to be apart when I was set apart. And I was told that all my life that you're set apart for a reason and you're unique. But it's hard (laughs) even sometimes. Oh, but like especially teen adolescents, is you want to be a part of, you know, the crew. I know I sound really old, but <laughs> but the crew, you want to be or the click is what they say. I don't know if they do that now, but and it's hard because you're you stand out different. You have a different personality. Not everybody adapts to that. Mm-hmm. Um but it was really hard and it it bled into my adult life where I still struggled with. My self esteem, where I was ashamed of my forehead, my lips, it was bad, and it was like, and most people, you know, they try to fix things like lipo and you know restructure things, but um, number one, I don't put myself through unnecessary pain, so I, I was like, this is what you get. I have to work, <laughs> I have to work through it. So, um, so I would have to say the biggest wrinkle in my my life was dealing with self-esteem issues and depression, suicidal. Um, mm. And it was rough cause um, my first suicidal attempt was at the age of 15, mm. right after my first breakup, um, because I just felt at that point, I wasn't worth anything. So, That's so yeah.
0: Powerful. Yeah. And there's so many people and especially young girls, That so many people tell them like your little breakup, it doesn't matter. You know how many times do you hear that? Oh, you're still young. Instead of somebody validating their emotions and what they're going through, right? You know, even as adults, we do that sometimes. You know, Mm -hmm. oh, it's gonna be okay. In the church, you hear a lot. (laughs) It's God. You you don't you have to have faith. It's gonna be you know you shouldn't be sad because you have God. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Exactly. And it's like it's easier said than done. And it's like we're human and we have emotions. And I think that's a lot of of the issue that um, religion or the church doesn't realize you got to work through those emotions to actually practice the positive and to get there. And um, that's one thing I had to learn in my adult life. Um, because i hate it got to the point where i hated repeating cycles mm. um and i was like i said i was that kid church from sunday to sunday playing an instrument singing praising, all this stuff but i never really had that balance or understanding where i had, had i could deal with my um emotions so i would compress them with you know church um believe it or not. Um, I used to spit bars. I was a local New Mexico, uh, gospel Christian rapper and yeah. And I have a love and heart for music period. Um, so that's where I would release my pain majority of the time would, you know, be on stage. Like it was like my own little world where nobody could say anything, but when I got off stage, I still had to deal with my reality. Mm -hmm. Um, it's crazy how, like you hide behind you know certain things instead of again, working through those emotions and you know still finding comfort in the things that you're passionate about and that you love. But I've learned that you find more compassion and you're more passionate about your gifts and your callings when you deal with your reality.
0: Oh, that's amazing. That's true. That's true. And I think that's the biggest thing you said, like you were on stage, you had that mask and you could just be that person that you need to be on stage. But off stage, you know, sometimes we hear all the time growing up that it's going to be okay so much that you just say, okay, it's going to be okay, instead of actually facing it and dealing with it and getting help for it. Listen, I am saved and I have a therapist. (laughs) I love the Lord, but I have a therapist. <laughs> say it again and say it loud and proud. Okay. Right. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> oh, like I therapy. say a lot in my, when I work with patients and clients that God gives us everything on earth, right? So if he gives us emotions, if there is a, a word for every feeling that we're going through, then God is allowing us to go through those feelings because he gave us a definition for that emotion.
1: And like, what people don't recognize about, like, this is the stories in the Bible is, like, there are people in place to be counselors. Not what we think is a counselor, but if you look at Moses, you look at Paul, even though Paul was crazy, you know, <laughs> you look at David. I mean, they've yeah. gone through their tests, but they also were in place to be counselors, not just people that just you know, gave word or prophesied or whatever. Um, One of my favorite books in the Bible, because I can relate to him very much so. And I um, say this because my first sermon at the age of 10 was titled, Why Me? Mm. Because I felt like, okay, you know, the typical law, you know, my dad's a preacher, you know, I want to do it. I just thought it would be, because I like to talk. So, and it's like, well, maybe this will help me, you know, build my confidence. This will help me get people to understand who I am. Granted, right? I was looking at it the wrong way, but my first title in the sermon was "Why Me?" and it was Jeremiah, a chapter one verse seven, where he basically is running, like, like, and Jesus is like basically telling, him, like, look, God formed you in the room like I knew you was what you was gonna be before you knew what you was gonna be, mm-hmm. and it's like crazy because all the journey that he went through um and fought and I was a fighter because I was like listen when it got hard I was like okay Jesus you can go ahead and take this away (laughs) I don't want this but I would always find myself ministering in whatever capacity that I was doing whether it was rapping whether it was singing whether it was I don't know, Sunday school, whatever it may be. Because Sunday school was actually one of my favorites, believe it or not, because my parent, my mom was a Sunday school superintendent. Mm. And so we we, we had to know our lessons. Like you bet not go to Sunday school class not knowing the memory scripture and what the lesson's about. And one thing that I loved about it is that because I studied and I was able, I, I can share this, but it was also a fact because I'm different Mm. and I would be too deep like whoa we're taking it too far and I'm like man and it used to discourage me because people would just look at things on the surface but I was like but if you look at it like this way like but that doesn't make sense it does make sense you just don't want to make it so <laughs> so but I just like I relate to Jeremiah like Jeremiah is like my favorite character in the Bible. Wow. now I mean the fact
0: that you know some of the things that you've been through, and you look back at that moment, what would you tell yourself to get through that moment of you know your boyfriend breaking up to you, breaking up with you and you being so down and depressed? What advice um, would you give her?
1: I would encourage myself um, by using words of affirmation for myself um that I wonderfully and beautifully made um, and that I'm fearless. Like, that's why I, fearless is, as you can see in the background, faithfully forgiving and fearless. Um, just being faithful to myself. Sometimes we are not faithful to ourselves. We're faithful to everything else, but we're not faithful to ourselves. We're not consistent with ourselves. And I'm a big believer about self-care. Sometimes I have to practice what I preach because I can go, 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 go. And without resting and, that messes you up like (laughs) your health your mental (laughs) and it's like okay i gotta sit back because i'm being everything to everybody else
0: Mm. but
1: myself and one of the things that i really am adamant about you cannot love or you cannot do on an empty cup like your car it's like car you i'm notorious for this i gotten better (laughs) But I would drive on E because I was too lazy to go to the gas station. <laughs> but your car can only go so far without gas. Yeah. But not only you're messing up, I don't know too much about cars. I'm not a mechanic, but yeah. I, obviously you're messing up your car. And it's just yeah. like our bodies, if you don't fuel your body, if you don't fuel your mind, you can't be anything. To nothing, like you huh. can't be a job, you can't be a boss, you can't be a mom, you can't be a wife. You can't be whatever else, you know, whatever hats you wear if you are running on E. And I had to learn that the hard way because it was one point in life, I gained two hundred and sixty pounds, believe it or not. oh wow, because I was giving and giving and giving and giving and giving people were taking and taking and taking and taking. And to point, yeah, I was like, okay, this stress is crazy, and I'm gonna eat myself to make myself feel better. But I was doing unthings unhealthy. I was drinking like 24 cans of Dr Pepper a day, mm. uh, eating unhealthy. I can't I, anything unhealthy you can think of. I could I that's what I was eating.
0: So many people do that and don't even realize that they're stress eating and they're using that food to cope because they're used to being those people who run on fumes. hmm
1: And the crazy part about it is when I got, after I had kids, it switched because when I would run on empty, I wouldn't eat. So there was one point in, I want to say 2022, um, even before that, I would look like anorexic because mm-hmm. I wouldn't eat. Cause I'm stressed. I'm on running and running. But after I had kids, it flipped script where I was stress eating. I was like, this is not like me, I just don't eat. But yeah. it happens, like it finds another way to like, okay, let me get you on this. Yeah. Or let me get you on this. And you don't so, do this no more.
0: So you, yeah. How do you find that balance? Because I mean, when people start getting to know you, they're gonna see how amazing you are and so many things that you do but how do you find that balance? Because you're very busy. I mean, I know you personally, I know you are very, very busy. So how do you find that balance? How do you grab that self-care out the air to keep yourself on a straight path and balanced out?
1: Well, it's still a learning process. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) it It is, you know, being a mom of two beautiful girls who, are very active, um, and fit in my schedule with their schedule because I can't fit my schedule. They can't fit their schedule with my schedule. Mm. Um, it's just honestly just learning to say no, mm. um, because like I said, I like to, I'm a giver, so um, I had to really learn how to say no, and not just no to other people or other things. I had to say no to myself. Oh, because I'd be like, well, if I don't do this or I don't get this done, it's not going to get done, but it will get done when I can get to it. I got to fix. I got to fix this and fill this up before I can do it. It's not going to be done the way it needs to be done yeah. if I'm struggling trying to get it done. And then it takes me longer to get it done because I'm like, OK, I'm tired. I'm going to toss, I'm, you know. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned just in the last, I want to say four years, is telling myself no. Somebody asked me, hey, you want to come, da 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 da, or can you do this? Hmm, how am I feeling right now? Or what's my schedule looking like? Or, you know, I got to stay mindful. Um, because I hear just recently started having heart problems. So mm-hmm. I have to be mindful of my body because if I'm not functioning right, it affects my heart and I can't function for my kids. So <laughs> so it just really saying no, if I, if I had to pick one word to pull the self-care out is telling yourself no. And it makes it easier to tell everybody else no.
0: I love it. I love it. We definitely need to do that more, pointing to myself.
1: (laughs) And it's easier said than done. So, yeah.
0: So, because we're used (laughs) to doing and for everybody, but I love that you check in with yourself. I think more people need to do that because we don't do that often. You know, we just keep adding on to our list and it's like, oh, I got to do this, this, this. And then by the time you get home, it's how did I get through that day? But you're on fumes. You don't have any gas left. At and all.
1: then you're grouchy and you just mad for no reason mm. it's amazing because I'm starting to notice this more and more as I've gotten older is that even though I hate short naps but even a 30 minute nap changes your life
0: yeah <laughs> I, I, say, I even took a 8 minute nap one time and I felt Ooh. like life right over. <laughs> This is all I need,
1: you know? And I'm like, you know, those 30-minute naps, 15-minute naps, it's like I feel like the energized money again. Like, like I got recharged.
0: They call them power naps for a reason. I just like
1: power naps, especially if you, like, get into that good sleep and then the alarm or the kids or something.
0: I'm like, dang,
1: I was there, and I don't want to get out of it yeah yeah
0: definitely definitely but energize you up especially if you schedule it right set the timer on your phone and go into sleep get in that comfortable position it can mm-hmm. save your life note save to everybody if you don't take a power nap once in a while try it naps Saves are great
1: oh my kids I'm like listen naps are god-given heaven
0: yes exactly and as we power through life and we move forward, I mean, all the things that you're looking at now and the woman that you are today, let's say you got a, another t shirt made, because we know you got some t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> what would that t shirt say to describe who you are today?
1: This right here No More Silent Church Girl. No More Silent Church Girl. Why is it saying that? because I for many years I have been silent about a lot of things a lot of hurt a lot of mixed emotions um unforgiving unforgiving and um fearful um and um hiding behind you know the hurt, the mistreatment, the rejection. Um, And a lot of times you don't speak up. Um, And like I said, I grew up in the church and we hide behind the doctrine. We hide behind our callings. We hide behind, you know, we hide behind the pulpit. We hide whatever we can hide behind. We compress what we really need to deal with to flourish and, you know, be able to function just in life period, not necessarily for other people, but just for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't talk about the realistic things such as sex, abuse, um, Mm self-esteem, um, suicide. We don't talk about those things. And a lot of us in the church have dealt with it are dealing with it and it's more of a hush let's not talk about it because you know God's got it or you can pray about it yeah you could do those things but there's also things that God has placed and has set in place for us to work through those things like you said earlier like resources therapy is one of them And, um, but I learned not to be silent anymore and talk about, you know, my struggles, even my struggles now, currently, you know, um, not being ashamed of who I am and who I am becoming. Um, One of my favorite scriptures is Isaiah 48, 18 through 20. And just a paraphrase, it talks about, forget about the formal things, don't dwell on your past. And I dealt with that for so many years where it affected everything in my life, career. It affected um, my marriage. It it affected like my romantic relationships after that, where I didn't know how to love myself. And I was trying to love Mm. in relationships and it not only hurt me, but I also did damage to the other person. Yeah. Because I was so broke, and um, because it was more of, I know how to compress it where nobody sees the scars, nobody sees the hurt, nobody sees the rejection, nobody receives re- or sees the abuse um, that I either caused to myself or was caused or it was done towards me. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't realize when you're transparent with the little things what people are going through and what somebody needed to hear
0: so true that's so true that's powerful and i think more and more if we actually stop being silent that we can start healing yes that
1: when i stop being silent and believe it or not um It was in 2018. I had went to um, Gateway Church uh, with my cousin who attends there. And they did um, a Kairos worship service. Mm. And I'm like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) What is this? But it was a place where you could come and literally just lay everything wherever you're at and deal with it. And it was a safe place. Mm. I had just, I had just got of, out of a very toxic relationships, or I should say relationships. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was the worst breakup. It was, it was actually worse than my divorce. Mm. Um, and I had told myself that I cannot damage another person. So I had to really sit back and say, Hey, let's work on you. Let's teach you how to self-love. Let's teach you how to be able to function and not compress your issues or hide behind relationships. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was life changing. I took a whole year just all about me and it was the best thing I did for myself. And it opened my eyes to a lot of things because, um, I talk about her all the time, I hope she sees this, but her name is Nancy Houston and um, she helped me navigate through all my favorite and passionate things. Um, and that's why like, I love the fact that she's a Christian and she's a sex therapist mm-hmm. and she talks about it um, in a very healthy way. She's actually over the marriage and intimacy department at her church And she, you know, of course she has a clinic. She's a licensed counselor therapist, but she's a Christian. Number one, two, you know, we don't talk about sex in church. (laughs) We don't talk about the true intimacy. And what's so crazy about it. It's like one of the best gifts God has like given us and we don't, we use it in a negative way or we've been taught to be quiet about it. And that's why you see a lot of young women and not just young women and young men dealing with, sexual abuse or using it as a tool to hurt themselves and hurt others yeah um and that's also something that I, I dealt with but I just I just don't like being silent you know <laughs> so there's so many there's so many things to me like there's so many stories that like I feel that can relate to whoever
0: I love it and
1: It's like, I don't have to have, I don't have to go through the same thing you went through. What I went through, I can share with you and it has the same outcome. Like we out here winning, you know, DJ Kyle, you know, all I do is win, 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 (laughs) no matter what. (laughs) So it's like, people look too much into, well, my story doesn't have any, you know, power to it. But you have a story that's powerful itself. yeah. And you eliminate people going through what you're going through or what you went through by just telling your story.
0: like So much, so much. And now that you're speaking and not silent anymore, what are you doing in the community? What things are you giving to people and helping people with?
1: Um, Self-love Um, self-care, self-intimacy. That's one thing I've learned over the past four years is, well, not four, two years. (laughs) Um, Or three years. I'll say three, give or take, Mm -hmm. is self-love and self-intimacy. Loving on yourself. Um, I've even helped my girls um, and friends and people that I'm connected to. Like my, <laughs> my girls and I, in our bathroom, you walk into the bathroom, there's stickies all over the mirrors with words of affirmation or quotes of our favorite quotes or, you know, just something positive because I feel, um, that when you see these things, especially on that, ba- like, I can't do not, I'm sure nobody says you can have the worst day ever. I walk into my bathroom and I look at the mirror, and I might just look at something that I just wrote out, and it just encourages me. Encourages me, and it's like, okay,
0: I got this. Yeah. I mean,
1: I feel like I got it now, but I got it. <laughs> and I'm like, and it really taught me how because I used to, I, I'm not gonna lie, I used to could not stand when people say, "Well, there's always tomorrow." Mm. And I'm, like, it is, but I don't want to think about tomorrow. I want it done today yeah like, why is it working? <laughs> but like when i got the concept of because especially we as women especially single parents like we super wonder woman we're gonna get this done and if we don't get it done it's the end of the world and it's like you gotta look at you gotta look at what was done yeah. whether there was nothing done no mm-hmm. breathing, you still laugh you know, get up and try again. I'm like, I hate that saying, but now I love it because you can get up and try again.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, But that and then um, just, you know, spreading my story, sharing, you know, I could be at the movies randomly talking to somebody and it just turns into like, oh, you're dealing with this. I've dealt with that, da da, da da da. You know, just yeah. being that
0: encourager. So, and you have a book coming out.
1: Yes, slowly but surely, it's been in the making for the last two years. <laughs> um, it's actually um in the publishing house right now. Um, Praise Publishing Company. Yay! I love them because they have been super patient with me. <laughs> <laughs> Super pain. <laughs> um and so we're looking towards the end of this year, beginning of the next year. Um, because it's actually going to be a package deal. Um uh along with uh, No More Silence Church Girl and um m- a second book called Love After Divorce. Mm. Part- um, so part one. Part one part one because part two you know good lord may send me a good old husband so <laughs> it's coming it's so coming. part one it deals with um dealing with you and how to get through the process and how to become a better you and instead of living in the issue of okay i'm a failure because i'm in a divorce um and I probably could never love again, and you know the typical things that women and men think about yeah. about, of course, and definitely touching on co-parenting piece. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my ex-husband, he is the best co-parenting person I've ever co. Well, granted, you know he's the only co-parent, but <laughs> like I would not change our co-parenting relationship for the world, and I appreciate, you know. Who he is to my daughter, but I also appreciate to the fact that we're able to work together mm-hmm. through our feelings and communicate in a healthy manner, mm-hmm. even through our feelings. Um, and again, it goes back to dealing with you, and you know, not just getting over it, yeah, but dealing with it and. I had to deal with it because I went from a divorce to a relationship, and came out more damaged than I did going into the second relationship. And I had to learn, and I had to rebuild myself, and take take the take things as lessons, mm-hmm. and not as a um, a punching bag yeah and that's when you know things bleed into other relationships because you really haven't dealt with and you I tell people all the time and I'm pretty sure everybody else says it too hurt people hurt people all day <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm tired of hurting myself excuse yeah. me I'm tired of myself. I'm tired of hurting people it's like you know it's it's that cycle break
0: and can you tell people uh, you have your sign behind you, motivational speaker, things that you're doing with fearless. Let people know how they could connect with you. Um, your, what all the things that you do with fearless.
1: <laughs> so fearless is an overall umbrella. Um, mainly for basically my slogan's faithfully forgiven and fearless. Um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, like I told you earlier, I relate to Jeremiah a lot. And um And so Arthur, motivational speaker, sex and wellness educator and entrepreneur, um, mentioned books coming out towards the end of the year, beginning of next year, um, speaking, uh, conferences, seminars, church groups, small church group, women groups, everybody, men, women, anybody, um, children, anybody. um, Because my story, like I said, it fits every every age group, um, sex and wellness educator. They call me the doc of let's talk good sex. Um, and you can find my page on Facebook called doc. Let's talk good sex. Um, you can also find that on Instagram as well. Um, just giving tips and, you know, nuggets of how to self care, self intimacy and how to love your partner in a positive way. In um, healthy manner, because um, it's one thing that I've learned throughout, you know, my marriage and being divorced. What did I not do? Um, and again, it starts with you. Um, and how sex is okay. <laughs> like, it is okay, people. It is okay. It's a great thing. You just got to use it in a healthy manner. Um, and entrepreneur, um, I help people. Um, build businesses. I help people navigate through the challenges, um, mainly focusing on um, music, because I'm a lover of music. Um, So I deal with contracting, I deal with artist management, um, building, developing business plans um, for different aspects of music, um, as well as, you know, regular entrepreneurship. I don't want to say regular because, you know, people are not regular, but <laughs> just different businesses <laughs> um, and help them be confident in themselves, um, bringing new ideas. I'm a out-of-the-box thinker. Um, I've embraced the fact that my my ideas are very uh, unique and challenging sometimes because you got to. Like, things that have never been done. So, and I like that because it makes me very unique and different. So, um, but yeah, that's really it all in a nutshell. Like I said, you can find me on Facebook. Instagram, it's called Fearless Speaks, um, as well as To Management, um, which is Jeremiah 2011. Um, I want people to believe that they do have unexpected end, um, and they can do whatever they put their minds to. And I have to tell myself that <laughs> sometimes a lot, sometimes less, but um, I definitely have to encourage myself to encourage other people that they can do above and beyond, regardless of what,
0: you know, whatever it is.
1: So anything that's possible.
0: Anything is, and you definitely are a motivator, encourager and always have those out the box kind of ideas. Um, She's being modest, but she does an amazing job because she is the person that I go to for <laughs> my wrinkles. And you see, wrinkles is still going because she has motivated me and pushed me all the time and gave me some ideas out the box, even though sometimes I don't follow up. But she does help me through. <laughs> so that's much.
1: still going.
0: It's yeah. like, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So as you see, all these links have been popping up, you know, get connected. If you have an idea, especially when it's related to music, this woman has done dynamic things out here working with some amazing people and she can work with you and help you. Um, So all the links are here. And also let's talk about sex. let Let's go. You know, I think of course there are so many people in and out the church that intimacy is an issue in relationships and marriage and things like that and there's women and people out here that can help you let her help you in your intimacy department because sometimes your past can be affecting your intimacy um and sometimes just the fact that you've been told that sex is kind of taboo um growing up in the church um so the church girl is no longer silent so she's ready to talk to you and give you things that and tools we all need tools to help us get through to the next level and so let my girl help you out so miss lady thank you so much for coming to the wrinkles family today thanks for having me it was fun i was super (laughs) excited it's always fun here in the wrinkles world (laughs) even though you happy about gray hairs but whatever we'll be we'll deal with that later but anyway <laughs> thank you thank you follow and when you her book comes out we would definitely be posting that on wrinkle society hope.org um so you can purchase that as well of course you know we'll be promoting her um and get her to come speak at your church um look on her page she's has some speaking engagements that um she has spoke before um blessing churches businesses um schools women seminars things like that bring her in so she can speak to your people all right bye wrinkles